This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. Bill McMinn, Steve Sargent. Boom. Hey. Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> Good to see you, Glad too. Glad that you're here. Well, you couldn't fist bump with your other hand? What does what that be that hand? I'm what? right-handed. What? You're right-handed? Yeah. You can't just... <laughs> He's having a tough time. I saw him struggling. Did you see that struggle? Let's talk about struggling <laughs> as we get older. Let's talk about how our one hand doesn't move and the other hand. <laughs> Aren't you glad to be here? Oh, I'm very glad to be here. Thanks for that warm welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. That's what happens. Dude, I wrote to you the other day just to pick on you. Like, I sent you a text, and I'm like, should I say this to Steve? Should I say this to Steve? Then I'm like, just go ahead and say it. No, I'm going to say it. I did. Yeah, that's what you do, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I said it. (laughs) I just, I'm right to you like, oh, man, I got a good one. But you notice I didn't say anything to you about the Eagles when they lost. No. I didn't say a word. You could have picked on me, though. It would be okay. I, I just saw defense wins championships, and they didn't have the right defense. So yeah, They did the first half. Yeah, they just they just weren't there. You know, I, I just don't think they were good enough, and they should have stopped them at the last drive, not mm-hmm. worried about that, come down to one questionable call at the end right. of the game. Well, you let them get down the field. You shouldn't have let them get down the field, and that wouldn't happen to you. So, yeah, yeah I, I just blamed the Eagles for that one, and it was, I was sad on Monday, and after that, I haven't really thought too much about it. Okay. Yeah, life's good. Yeah, right, that's good. good to be alive. It's not that. It's not that uh, big of a thing. But one thing we got coming up is Lent. I don't know. Yes. Do you guys ever do that? Do you do that? Uh, no, not officially. We don't. So we don't do the Ash Wednesday thing. Right. Like we don't do that. We do. We'll do forty days. We call it forty days of seeking God. So we'll start on Monday, mm-hmm. and then we'll do that. So I'm looking forward to it. Actually. Oh yes. So yes. Do you, now, do you do that for yourself, or do you just kind of? I do for myself. Yes. Okay. Do you do, like do? So what do you do? What's your well, part of it? For I try to. You know, I like to give up something, maybe like a you know a, a food of some sort. All right, what are you giving up? Um, I'm going to give up cereal. Cereal. That may sound like frivolous, but I eat a cereal pretty regular. <laughs> that no, <laughs> that sounds like a great one to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. I never thought about that, but I do eat cereal at night. Yeah, I could give that night. up, but it wouldn't be a daily thing. We're giving up bread. Okay, bread. Can you imagine? No pizza for 40 days. Oh, no right. no sandwiches. I told Jerry, I guess we'll make smoothies or something. I like smoothies, all right. I could use to cut down five pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, not eating bread's going to be a big step. I don't eat a lot of bread, but I do when you start thinking about pizza. Even then, I don't eat pizza a few times a year. Uh, what? Mm-hmm. what? Not that you, I don't like it. Uh, well, what I do just, you eat regularly? You've got to have some lean go-to, like some go-to chicken, fast Chicken, fish. Okay. It's more of, you know, the animal world. So you're cooking, so you cook it yourself. You're not like eating Well, out. I do cook it myself at times, but we have people at work that cook. Okay. So I eat at work often. And uh, I have a couple of favorite places I go. You know, I know I go to Tony's Deli and then, right. you know, I go to Lakeway. So right. between the two of them, they keep me. So fish and chicken. Yeah. So, yeah. Big, well, no, I, I get it. Like, you have to have a lean too. Like, you're busy. That you got your lean on food. Oh, you know yes. what I mean? Hey, I'm, we're busy tonight. We got a lot going on for us as pizza. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I eat pizza probably three times a week. Oh, easy. wow. 
I bread almost every day. We'll go to the West Side Market just to get bread. I mean, we love bread. We oh, love wow. cranberry bread. I was eating rosemary olive oil bread. I like jalapeno wow. cheddar bread. I like Italian bread. <laughs> I like maybe if it's bread, I like it. So I need to cut down on eating bread. So I don't mind it, but it is, that's one thing we do: sacrifice. Is there anything else you're doing for that forty? Uh, no, not in particular. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do. We're gonna have fast Fridays where we fast on Fridays okay. for different topics, and then we'll do uh, our joint church devotional. That you can just pick out anything on the U version of the Bible that U version app. We just pick one out, send them the link. People can jump in and just kind of read every day. I'll try to pray with my wife every day, you know, through the Lent time. Which I uh, that's a that's kind of a special part of it for me. What I give up is a special part of it for mm-hmm. me too. I would say as much as anything else that we do that's good yeah just the focus because then when you give that thing up whatever it was like i've given up coffee before and wow yeah you drink coffee every day yeah i never acquired a taste for coffee yeah not only that my wife makes the best coffee better than any coffee shop around that's a fact wow like any coffee shop is going to be less good than hers like (laughs) we we get special beans out of the called they're called coffee cult and the coffee we the brand we get from them is called road dog not roadkill just road dog coffee from the coffee cult so yeah it's pretty funny actually like they're a very humorous company but their coffee is really good so i gave that up one time 40 days of that man that first cup of coffee was like ah and i think about jesus i mean what he gave up i mean for 40 days fasting and then the sacrifice on the cross all of it so i think it helps but anyway i want to talk about in light of lent too just decision making is the one thing i wanted to hit off for this topic so that's a reminder lent's coming up uh we have the decision of judas you have the decision of jesus to follow god's will on the cross you got Mm -hmm. the religious leaders you got Pilate. you got peter's denial i mean all of those are decisions you know you think about judas i mean deciding like no one made him sell christ for 30 shekels or 30 pieces of silver right yeah and he had to and it wasn't done uh, to an extent it wasn't done overnight right no so there was a process he had even had chance to back out you know, right. I could have said maybe yes initially and then like felt convicted and like, no, no, I'm not going to go through with that. Right. He could have, but he followed through with right. it. Right. And he had to know Christ knew he was going to do it. Whatever yes. you're going to do, do it quickly. That's right. And the other ones thought that he was going out to, you know, they should have been tackling that man out the door. Right. <laughs> so they didn't know. They thought he was going to do something for the poor. So, I mean, that was a terrible decision with long-term consequences. He ended up, uh, surrendering his life you know killing himself because of that the guilt and the shame i don't think he thought they were going to kill jesus like i don't think Mm -hmm. i don't think he thought that was going to happen but sometimes when you start making decisions you don't control you know certain doors you open you can't shut certain doors you shut you can't open and that's just how life goes i think of Pilate's decision still his decision to crucify christ i wash my hands of this you wash your hands of nothing man. <laughs> you know oh god's gonna say oh, okay since you wash your hands you had nothing to do with it <laughs> exactly no i mean he's gonna pay for that the religious yeah. leaders you think of uh, jerusalem their denial their refusal to follow god in the city getting mm-hmm. torn apart in ad 70 so or 70 ad i actually would say it that was all consequences, man, yeah. of decisions these people had made. Peter deciding to deny Christ. I mean, you didn't have to. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the one who decided to go close. 
<laughs> sit around there. Christ told you what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know that guy. I don't know that guy. <laughs> well, your accent's Galilean. We think you do know that. I don't know. If he's calling down curses on himself. Rooster crows. Feels like an idiot. Yeah. It's like, well, how do you get to that point where you feel like an idiot? Decisions. Mm-hmm. Right? And that happened pretty quick, too. Yeah, it did. That was pretty quick. That wasn't a like a long process. It was really, really quick. Right. No, I would agree with that. And I think that we're responsible for the decisions that we make. Because you can't say, when I was a kid, they would have these, like, they would give dog tags that kids would wear, mm-hmm. keep on trucking, devil made me do it. Those were two big ones that I remember. Keep on trucking, devil made me do it. Huge slogan. Devil yeah. made me do that. Yeah, like, it's yeah. not my fault. Devil made me do it. And I, it took me a while to figure out that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. He didn't make you do it. Devil can't be at all places at all times. That's he, true. He's not omnipotent. So, right. or omnipresent, I should say. So he can't be everywhere around the world. So maybe, maybe you just decided to do stuff you wanted to do. You shouldn't have been doing, right? <laughs> right. right. That's what uh, Flip Wilson used to say in his little sitcom. Oh, was it? Devil made me do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe that's probably where it came from. Maybe. It was probably the same time he's saying it that they're mm-hmm. taking the slogan. It probably was that. Yep. I just didn't see the Flip Wilson show. Yeah, so I remember when I was a kid. I don't remember all of it, but just knowing it was on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we watched the Waltons and who knows what else. Whatever my parents let me watch. And then if they weren't paying attention, I'd sneak in Charlie's Angels once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Waltons was the most common one, and then the other ones. But yeah, it was, they were interesting days for sure. But you got to think when you're making decisions long-term, you can't think about how decisions are going to make you feel today or mm-hmm. how it may seem to fix something or make you feel better. But long-term in your decision, like what's the impact going to be? You got to look at that. Absolutely. That's why it pays for us to pray about our decisions. Right. You know, Proverbs said, in all thy ways acknowledge him. He'll direct our paths. So oh, man. Great verse. It's very, very important for us. Yeah, and he'll make your path straight. I just was preaching about that. Yeah. Like the words of the, at the end of Ecclesiastes, where it's talking about the preachers, his words were upright and true. That word upright is the same one straight. You know, he'll direct your paths, keep your path straight at the end of that, uh, verse six of Proverbs three. So yeah, just even it out, mm-hmm. even it out. You know, if we're praying about it, God's going to even out the way. So I think that's a great thing. But, you know, we should, you know, you think long-term decisions, well, someday I'm going to stand before God. You know, that's a long-term decision. If you were to divorce your spouse, well, okay. What's five years going to look like from now? Um, what's graduation parties for your kids going to look like? What's the, when your kids get married? Uh, what's what's the graduation from, from college, if they go there, going to look like? What's going to happen with grandkids? Like, you got to think through what are, what are the consequences of all this going to be? You know, where am I going to be at financially? Right. All of it. You got to look long-term. You can't just make a decision for relief today that's going to, you're going to be paying for it for a long time. Yeah, no doubt. And I, I've learned and I'm still learning that it's not good to make decisions either when you're like irate or sometimes you're half sleep or, or even if you're real excited, you need to right. calm down um, regardless if it's anger or euphoria. Right. You calm down before you make a decision. I would agree with that. That's my next point, actually. You just you, you hit right on it, man. You're hitting the nail on the head. Don't make emotional decisions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really think a lot of times people, you, you mentioned euphoric. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I guess you could make some decision because you're celebrating all you're happy. Yes. Maybe to make a decision to drink too much. Maybe make a decision, you know, there's something else that mm-hmm. you're giddy and you do something stupid. But I think anger is one oh, yeah. where a lot of people make decisions in anger. You know, I'm never going to talk to them again, blah, 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 blah. 
And then I'll be talking to people and they'll say, well, they told me they kicked that guy out. They're never going to, I said, yeah. And they're going to change their mind 10 times in the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. So that's what they say today. Tomorrow's going to be something else. The next day it might be something else. Why? Cause it's all emotional. Yep. And they're not really sure or set. And right now you're so mad. Yeah, I'll never talk to that person again, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I would recommend you keep your mouth shut yep. when you're ticked. That's what I usually do. I, And sometimes people, t- the people that really know me, you know, if I'm not talking, I'm quiet. They think, oh, he must be mad. It's not always that I'm mad. I just don't want to say what I think I want to say. (laughs) (laughs) It's not necessarily anger, but I know that's not coming out right today. Oh, you know, man, I'll tell you Um, some of the comments too, you have when you're ticked. Oh man, they're good. They're like really good. I mean, the wit, the, the daggers, Mm. the dart, the edge is so sharp. It's perfect. Just perfect. (laughs) But then you say it like, and I have said it, like I have done it. You know, like I'll make some smart calic comment to my wife. And then three hours later, she's still not talking to me. Like the one day I said something, she didn't like it. So I was like, well, you said one thing. You might as well say another. Well, it's on your mind. <laughs> you get that like was, a- <laughs> I was quiet for a long time. You're like a baseball umpire. Like when the manager gets kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> getting kicked out. I'm going for broke. Exactly. Exactly. I'm already, I'm already in trouble now. I might as well say something else. I mean. It was good. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was it was really, 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 really good. Just rich, man. I was proud of it. But, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, after I, I get that cold shoulder for a long time, now I'm bored because I'm in the truck driving around. No one's talking to me at all. Like, it's just, just me by myself. You know, and you go to the yard sale, I see something cool. She doesn't even want to hear about it. She doesn't want to hear any word out of your mouth. Then, you know, I should have just shut up. That's what you're saying to me right now, right? That's what you're saying to me right now is I should have just shut up and I shouldn't have said anything. But sometimes, man, you make those emotional decisions and you're burning bridges that don't need to be burned. That's right. And I've, now I've had, like, I've learned to be very reserved. Uh, we've had situations even recently where people, you know, they take, they take off, kind of take us to town, you know, right on Facebook openly. We showed up. Why? Because we're not burning those bridges because we know we're all going to be friends in a month from now. Yeah. So, yeah, once you get over this, you're upset. But once you get over it, like, I can't jump on that myself and burn that bridge because that would be unwise on my part. So I just nah, leave it be. It's okay. I don't need to jump in here right now. That's right. I don't need to be saying something that they're, they'll never forget. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and the one of those things that we do in those moments is, if um, I, I get real mad at you for some reason and then I may just tell Mark how terrible you are, then next week you and I make up. Now Mark thinks you're the worst guy in the world because I just poured out on him everything right. I thought about you and all you know in my anger or he already knew. Uh, <laughs> and then how do you make that up with in Mark's eyes? Right. You know, so it's better just to really be quiet, pray about it. Oh. And and do what you got to do because chances are you're not going to be however enraged we are. We're not going to feel like that always. Right. Well, I think trajectory wise, you got to think of, and I think we'll talk about the next uh, podcast too, a little bit, uh, you know, consequences, mm-hmm. trajectory. But if you're, let's say that you get mad at someone in your family or a close friend, and now you're not going to talk to them today. Okay, but trajectory-wise, where's that going? Are we setting ourselves up down some sliding board that's going to who knows where, where we're going to be in a place a year or two from now that no one ever 
could imagine because now no one's ever talking to each other. I got one friend of mine and he said that, you know, his, his daughter's getting married. He's pretty excited. And his mother-in-law just told his daughter, which would be her granddaughter, I'm not coming to your wedding. Something happened. I don't know. Yeah. You know, but the family, they used to talk all the time. Now they don't because who knows who said what. I don't, I'm not sure what all happened, but I do know this. That's a mistake. Yes, like, it is. You're making a decision emotionally that you're not going to go to your family, whether your kid's wedding, your uh, grandkid's wedding. There's some things you do you won't undo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You put that thought, you you sow those kind of seeds of hostility, you wait and see. Now you're going to be a deathbed someday, yeah. and uh, you're going to have some people maybe not even around you because of your choices, and I think that is a phenomenally unwise decision. That is so true. You know, I've seen it just, you know, being around people who lose a loved one and this side isn't talking to that side, and, you know, or even on your deathbed, you want to be reconciled, and you right. may not even be able to reach them. Right. You may not, because you've been out of touch for so long. Right. You just may not be able to reach them. It's not worth it to me, especially with family. I right. know we have, we all have issues in family, like personality conflicts and so on, but it's your family. Right. That no, is your family. I, we just, we just had one. It wasn't like a super big deal, but yeah, there were some people mad at another. So I called them up. I'm the in-law, but I called the one up and I, cause I was just hearing stuff. I'm like, ah, that doesn't really sound like them. Let me just call them myself. So it was good. You know, we had a great talk and everything's pretty smooth right now. So whatever it was, little burrs, little rubs, you know, mm-hmm. got, you know, brushed out and you know, where everyone's mm-hmm. fine. But yeah, it's the kind of stuff I didn't want to, you know, just let sit there just yep. hey man what's going on how's it going you know and just that little bit of communication i think sometimes mm-hmm. goes a long way the faster you get to it the better yeah. but don't make decisions emotional decisions is what mm-hmm. we're saying also know the little decisions add up c.s lewis said good and evil both increase at compound interest that is why little decisions you and i make every day are of such infinite importance mm-hmm. so I, I like that it's just yeah little decisions they add up like little decisions maybe to read your bible every day mm-hmm. or get into shape, you know, what you're going to eat, little positive steps in the right direction, start becoming big swings in your oh, life, yeah. really. Yeah. But a lot of decisions start, like I went back to the gym this year. I've already been back to the gym since I applied for it, or it's 120 bucks for the whole year. Where'd you go? Jefferson. Okay. At the rec center. And yeah. then it was 10 bucks for a key fob, gets you in 24-7, whether they're there or not. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm going to pay the extra 10 bucks for that, sure. for sure. And... So, yeah, I've been there already more since I did that than I was all last year. Oh. I think part of that was Steve dying and, oh, you know, yeah. I mean, everything that we went through, like, I was pretty busy. And then once you're out of the pattern, it's just hard to it get is. back in. But, I mean, that's, a, like, a little step of just starting to get back into a routine, starting to say, uh, you know, you need to run. So, I've already run twice this week, mm. lift it twice this week wow. tomorrow morning i hope to get up and run again lord willing then maybe sometime we got two funerals tomorrow sometime in the middle of all that hopefully you get the gym for even if like i'm like even if i get a half hour in mm-hmm. if i can just go to the gym for a half hour pump some iron i'm yeah. still better off than That's if i did great. i'd like That's to great. like carry my kayak this year and not feel heavy when it's only 50 60 pounds you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. I, I, it is awkward but i mean i'd like to just be able to pick that sucker up and doesn't feel bad because mm-hmm. when i shovel in my trench like i shoveled a footer it was 60 some feet long three feet deep when i got done that and i picked up my kayak it felt light yeah after so i'm like that's the difference like that regular working now makes a difference yeah little steps Mm -hmm. little steps and then i think um like with any anything that you do it's just what am i doing today that's going to add up think long term you got to not make emotional decisions and know the little decisions add up Mm -hmm. right That's, that's very true the little things 
that we do every day turn into big things, positive or negative. Right. They do. Right. You know, they say the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but positive decisions and how you talk to your spouse, positive decisions in exercise, what goes in your mouth, what comes out of your mouth. (laughs) All of it's important, really, you know, little steps. It might be for somebody making that step of being in church consistently and say, Hey, you know, this is enough. It's enough, not common enough. Stop watching online or, you know, acting like I am just Start just going, go. man. Just yeah, get in person. Just, just start getting back into the pattern. Just build good patterns for your life. And that happens little decisions at a time. We appreciate you tuning in uh, to this podcast. We hope that each and every one of you have a blessed and an awesome week.